0: You are listening to So You Want to Read Tolkien, a podcast that goes through each of J.R.R. Tolkien's main works, chapter by chapter, and discusses them in a most ridiculous manner.
1: Gentlemen, today is my 100th birthday!
0: Don't follow the lights. If you want him, come and claim him. we well, One does not simply walk into Mordor.
2: I would cut off your head, dwarf, if it stood but a little higher from the ground. We've had one, yes. What about
1: second breakfast?
2: Yadonath. Till at last I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. What's happening out there? Shall I describe it to you? Or would you like me to find you a box?
1: Now, don't be hasty, Master Mediador.
0: Hello and welcome to. So you want to read Tolkien? This week we we are reading Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King, Book Six, Chapter Eight: The Scouring of the Shire. The Scouring of the Shire? I don't remember what we decided.
2: Scouring. I I was gonna say I always say scouring, but you should just. Go as as the Maya move you. the The
0: problem is that no matter which one comes out of my mouth, it sounds wrong.
2: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sounds like Elvish.
0: <laughs> you know, I'd be S- insulted, but no, I am bad at Elvish, so that's fair. Um, so am I. I'm Caitlin, and unsurprisingly, I have a new podcast that if you wanted to um, check it out, you could. Yay! It's come to the point where I don't know if applause is the correct it's more no, of it's like this is more just like look at be your fun. choice. Look at your look at your choice. Look at your life. Look at your choices <laughs> thing. Look at your choices. Look <laughs> at your life.
2: Tell everybody what your podcast is.
0: Right, yes. Yeah, so me and my friend Mandy are doing a podcast called Enter the Fold about the new Netflix series Shadow and Bone. If you want to check it out, we are now on iTunes and everywhere else or we are now on Apple Podcasts, sorry, and everywhere else you can find a podcast. And yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm Rachel.
1: I don't have a new podcast because I'm not Caitlin and I don't have a problem.
0: Yep. That's fair. <laughs> wow. No, no, cold. no. Accurate. Very accurate. Stone cold.
1: <laughs> savage. Um, This week, uh, or last week I guess uh I put on like super normie adult professional makeup and I really hate how good it looks like it's a problem R.I.P. me and my like savage eyeliner life like oh man classy makeup looks good but just like who am I
0: makeup in general whenever I put some on I'm like oh yeah I could look better
2: <laughs> <laughs> if I put in the time, yeah, like... I could look like this every day. No, so it's yeah. unfortunate. I'm really lucky to work in an industry that is mostly women, and therefore none of us wear makeup. I don't leave my really house, great. so
1: yeah, that's See, also nice. great. That in that sense, it's like in an industry that's mostly women, I get to just feel like doing it because I want to.
0: This is interesting because I feel like if I worked mostly ugh, mostly with women. My office is pretty half and half. I would feel more compelled to do makeup. You wouldn't.
2: as I mean, it's astonishing. I don't know. How little other women care. I anyway. Mean, um... <laughs> in general, though, I don't give a single shit what I
0: look like even when I do go into the office. Mm-hmm. It's problematic when upper management is around, but whatever.
2: <laughs> I don't care except I work with children. So when you're ugly, they will tell you. <laughs> Or more accurately,
1: they'll tell you how tired you look.
2: (laughs) That too. Um, Anyway, I have. Yeah, we're cutting this part out, right? Because oh god, Uh, no, we're leaving a a lot of that. Okay. It was Um, my thing. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna move on. Um, You have to intro yourself. The thing I was gonna say. Yes, um, I'm Emmy, and this will not be a surprise to anyone. This weekend, I bought more plants. I and a planter. And. Okay, I'm getting to it. It is a planter that is in the shape of an elephant, okay, but it was molded to look like a wicker basket, except it's ceramic, so, like, you can plant and water things in it without it getting moldy. It looks so cool. And then I got a tiny, like, gray-purple planter that was, was handmade for my new tiny, tiny snake plant, and I don't know what it says about me that I buy all of my plants in miniature and then force them to grow... Until they're so large, they can no longer hold themselves upright. But I really like tiny plants. I bought a fake plant recently.
0: Aww. <laughs> Cause that one have you named not... it? Um, n- No.
2: What? Oh my god, Caitlin. Do you even have a plant? Uh, I can call it vineyard. If you haven't named it, what's the point? If you want. There you go. Vine-y. That's okay.
0: It's my plant now. Anyways, fake plants don't die. So, I... that's a bad
2: am much better at real plants now that I've killed, like, ten of them. But anyway, I bought a new plant, and I put them in a pot, and then I also bought a planter that's in the shape of an elephant that I don't have a plant to go in. So, currently taking recommendations for plants that don't need sunlight. I know nothing out. about plants. I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up with another ivy, but whatever. I like them. They grow long.
0: Okay, well. Yay! I'm gonna do the characters, okay, because I kind of dropped the ball on the characters here because there's so fucking many characters in this chapter, and I decided none of them really matter. I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah, we have Frodo, the pacifist Hobbit. We have Marion, Pippin, and Sam, who are fucking ready for a fight this week. And then we've got like various other Hobbits. There's Farmer Cotton, Rosie Cotton. Lotho the Chief, Sackville Beggins, although my favorite name that people use for him is Pimple. That was really good. We've got um, Sam's Old Gaffer in this one. And then we've got Sharky and Worm.
2: Who could they be? Who could they
0: possibly be? And then, of course, we have everybody's favorite Avenger, Bill the Pony.
2: Bill the Pony! Who actually attacks not a hobbit, but another Bill, Bill Fernie. Yeah, back. he's
0: he's the, the great Bill Avenger in that he only takes yes. vengeance on Bills. <laughs> I, just, I am the Bill. Oh God. <laughs> I just have this image of him like, like wandering throughout the land looking for Bills doing evil.
2: I mean, really, he'd just end up following Bill Fernie around the land, yeah. if, beating him up as he goes.
1: If he's going around beating
0: up Bills... Can you call that eating the rich? <laughs> do you think he's allowed to beat up like Williams or Wills, or is it strictly only Bill?
2: I think he's. You know what? Have to Given what I've heard Williams. about
0: the
1: Prince William, he mm. could use it. So, how do we feel about a uh, Billy?
2: I think any variation of Bill should be, you know, within his domain.
1: All right. On the other hand, Billy is like okay. Pippin.
2: Oh my God! No. <laughs>
1: We're getting too meta here.
2: <laughs> Anyways.
1: And lots and lots of random hobbits
0: are here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. much Many more random hobbits that you say a couple sentences and then we never hear about them again. So.
2: I really think we've met every hobbit we met in the first book and then additionally other hobbits that they seem to know the names of that I swear to God we never met before.
0: Sometimes when you live in a small town, <laughs> you just, you hear all the names enough that, that's, that you just know them. Small We're towns talk suck, about how much it. What I'm saying. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will um, say I will say small towns are not for me. I did not enjoy living in one and I don't understand why people like it. But if you do like it, all the power to you.
2: Um yeah. our this short summary that you wrote here is sad and deep. Um, well it's, The War followed them home. Yeah, I mean Except Yep. Yeah. It's like the war followed them home, except Mary, Pippin, and Sam are so fucking done with it that they're I, ready to throw down. Okay, for the Shire. so I would actually
0: say that Frodo is by far the most done with it. That's fair. Yeah,
1: he's extremely done with it, but he's also like, I'm not going to kill anyone. And I'm like, come on, man. Go get yourself some kills.
2: <laughs> Frodo rolls in. He's like, you can't do anything to me. I'm a baggins of bag end. Never mind that some asshole's living in my house right now. And he just sort of like rolls over people versus Mary and Pippin and Sam, who are like, first off, they're the ones figuring out what the hell is going on, and two, they're sort of the ones that are just, like, applying all of the peer pressure on their old friends and neighbors. Frodo's become Gandalf is what it is. (laughs) Like
1: That's the real reason Gandalf left them. He was like, you know, you you don't need me
0: anymore, you have Frodo now. I don't even mean this as a joke. Like, Tolkien made his uh, cryptic, but I know what all that's going on character leave so he needed a new one and I genuinely think that as soon as they saw what was going on Frodo knew exactly what was happening and exactly who was
2: behind it but just didn't say anything because he's the Gandalf now definitely I mean I do think that is what happened but I've got to say if anyone was going to be a Gandalf I feel like it should have been one of the ones that hung out in Gondor they know what authoritarianism looks like Anyway, <laughs> on to the discussion. We arrive. Wait, at wait, the wait, wait wait before
0: that, Sorry, I just have to say that, like Frodo knows about authoritarianism. He's like has a special, close relationship with the king. You can't just brush that relationship under the rug. Sorry, carry on. The joke didn't land because I had to go back for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know,
1: yeah, okay. you know, when by the time you came back to the joke. Everything was different, and it was no longer the joke that you left at the beginning. It has now been raised to the ground.
2: Oh, God. Oh, Lordy. Also, I was firmly referring to Denethor. Oh. (laughs) And not
0: Aragorn. Genuinely. 100%. I forgot that Denethor was like a player. You know, like, <laughs> not that I forgot he was a character or anything, but I forgot that he would have had any impact on any of these characters' lives. Because <laughs> that is how unimportant he is to me.
2: <laughs> unimportant to you, yes. Yeah, 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 However, to me, personally. to the uh, paranoia and, you know, yes. settlement of Gondor.
0: <laughs> yes, 100%. I see where you're coming from now. But I went in a different, I thought you were just making like a commentary on the
2: monarchy. The monarchy in general, yeah. (laughs) Okay, nope, we're here now. We've all arrived at the joke. (laughs) It's really funny. The joke,
1: the joke is a dead horse. (laughs) Like Build-A-Pony is not. (laughs) Oh,
0: I thought you were not going to finish that way. Like Jesus, Rachel.
1: We just had his resurrection, okay? Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, so okay. Um our merry band of hobbits are so ready to get home where they can, you know, drink beer, smoke weed, put their feet up by the fire, except they arrive at the bridge over the Brandywine and there is a huge gate. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a gate on either side of the bridge, it sounds like, as well as a hideous two-story house. Gatehouse. I wasn't exactly sure by the description if it was a house for the bridge gate or if it was just like a hideous gray stone house standing by the bridge Let's on the Shire side gatehouse. of things. Anyway, they hammer on the gate trying to get in because, you know, who the hell constructed this hideous ass gate in front of uh, the Shire and somebody comes out of the gatehouse. Actually, somebody blows a horn, I think. An alert horn. <laughs> and comes out of the gatehouse and is like, can't you read? The sign says, no admittance between sundown and sunrise. (laughs) And Sam, my my best logical friend, is like, no, it's dark outside. Of course we can't read what the sign says. Like, there's no light out here. And I just took this moment to be like, God, Sam, you're so smart. Also, the hobbits on the other side of this bridge are so dumb. I don't
0: know if I would agree with that. Just having been out in the middle of... middle of nowhere in the middle
2: of the night your eyes adjust they do but i don't know that i could read
1: you're you're blind
2: Um. (laughs) (laughs) wow cold i mean true but cold i just like specifically
0: not obviously not if there's shadow or anything because then it is pitch black but when you're out in the open and it's a clear night and there's a moon ish i don't know you can see pretty clear
1: on the other hand, it's very clear that all these hobbits, whether they could read it or not, are not here to play. Oh
0: yeah, they don't give a crap. I'm surprised not here they to play didn't it. like tear it down and throw it at them. Well, they do
2: the notice. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Pretty sure they did. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. That happens. Here we da, go. Da, da, da. I will get to that part in a moment. Um. So they. Hobbits come out on the other side of the bridge, on the other side of the gate, on the other side of the bridge, and um they're pretty much like no, you can't come in. And mary and Pippin are like, "Well, fuck this." Like, I want to go home. And so they yep. scale the bridge uh, or scale the gate and then <laughs> over the bridge and they're like, "Get close enough to be like, wait a second. I know you. What the hell are you doing?" Something um, Hayward. Yeah. Hey Roy, hey Bale. I don't know, a hobbit name.
1: I say, "Well, we're taking the piss out on everyone." Um as our, our hobbits are doing, I love the bit where they uh they ask you know who who ordered this gate to be here, and they're like, oh you know Lotho, but we have to just say th- <laughs> the chief. And Frodo's just like, well I'm glad he's dropped the baggins
2: at any rate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, It's like glad I don't have to be associated with this jackass. So yeah, Merry and Pippin scale the gate, or no wait, they throw the notice at them here before they scale the gate, right? Is this the moment?
0: I have no I idea remember. where
2: this is, honestly. Okay, it was like page one of this chapter, I think. The
1: gate the gate is still closed,
2: and Bill Fernie shows up. Yes. Ugh, who we hate. Oh, no, and as they
1: climb it, Bill Fernie shows up. And it's like, yeah.
2: what are you doing? I'm going to beat you to death, or something along those lines. I don't know.
0: And then... Mary insults him by saying, you are a ruffian and a highway robber. And if somebody ever wants to call me that, I will obviously take it as a compliment. So you should. I don't know what Mary's trying to do here.
2: <laughs> well, I really like the part where Mary channels my mother and says, Bill Fernie, if you don't open this gate in ten seconds, you will regret it. <laughs> and I had like vivid flashbacks to my entire life in middle school. It was a dark time. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then and then the the hero we deserve, you yeah. know, Bill Fernie runs away.
2: Um and Well, first Bill Fernie is so intimidated by their mean words that he does open the gate (laughs) and then leaves. (laughs) And then I think Bill the Pony bites him in the ass
0: or kicks him. I'm not sure.
2: Let fly with his
0: heels and just caught him as he
2: ran. So Bill the Pony kicks his ass. Of Bill the Pony (laughs) biting him, though. That's hilarious. Yeah. Bill the Pony gets his revenge and everybody else just walks across the gate or across the bridge. Um, And then they get there and they're like, all right, we want to stay at the inn. And all of our, I don't know, gate hobbits are like, there is no inn. And they're like, okay, well, can you give us like a place to stay? And they're like, no, we can't do that either. Also, there's no food. Also, we only get so much wood we can burn every day. So the Shire is a dark, dark place. This is, it's so sad.
0: We want lodging for a night. And as you seem to have pulled down the bridge inn and built this dismal place instead, you'll have to put us up. I am so sorry, Mr. Merry, but it isn't allowed. Can you imagine? Uh, it
2: just, it isn't allowed. I just think it's so funny. First off, our hobbits who are like, all they wanted was to get home to the Shire and what they knew and everything they had missed. And then they arrive at the Shire and here's all of these hobbits who are like, have to explain these super dumb rules to them. It must just seem so like,
0: strangely tragic, but also laughable. To them, who've just been in huge, huge battles and all these things. And on one one hand, they're like, no, this is ridiculous. But on the other hand, they don't have those armies anymore. So they're like, oh, no, we actually, this is an actual threat.
2: We're going to have to deal with this ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Uh, there's also... Must be so weird. Very. Um, The pipe weed is all gone. They learn that... um, The chief has been gathering up everybody's food so that it can be shared among everybody, except, you know, they do the gathering part and not so much with the sharing part uh, where they give the food back. So everybody lives on rations that seem to be pretty tight and they get around the loophole of not being welcome anywhere by uh, pretty much, I guess, just walking into the gatehouse and being like, we're going to take this room and sharing their own food with everyone, which Mm -hmm. is really sad, but. By the next day, the chief, a.k.a. Lotho Baggins, has already figured out that they're there. So we get this really ominous, so Frodo and his friends soon discovered. Dun dun dun. Which is really funny, because actually this confrontation that's about to happen is hilariously anticlimactic. I will
0: say we find out that there is a town in the Shire, or a village or whatever, called Frogmorton. I want to live there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, other than it's a small town, but I just feel like that name should have a higher level of significance within the
2: Tolkien canon. Verse. Because Frogmorton is amazing. It's such a good name. I think the fact that the name of the inn in Frogmorton is called the Floating Log. That's really good, is too. really really like, brings it to God level. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, agreed. It's just some incredible world building. I can't believe nobody talks about this. It's ridiculous. This is the best. Um, so Frogmorton is 22 miles from the gate over the Brandywine, which used to be the Hay Gate, but is now, I don't know, whatever they're calling it in their unfriendliness. Um, and our <laughs> hobbits and their horses, um, including Bill the Pony, arrive and they're, they just basically they come up upon this barrier over the road into Frogmorton, and this barrier has a sign on it that says no road, even though this barrier is standing on the road. (laughs) I see it. They're they're literally there. Um, And on the other side of this barrier are a bunch of jackass hobbits um, with (laughs) feathers in their caps and uh, staves in their hands, which I was sort of imagining, I guess, Like nightsticks, but I now that I say that out loud, I don't even know what a stave technically is in this sense. Staves is the plural of staff, so it's a big walking stick. Well, they look even dumber now than I thought they did. Um, now they look like the Fox Robin Hood from Disney. Okay, they're he doesn't look dumb. Don't insult Robin Hood the Fox. I think Robin Hood is the only one who could pull off the feather in the pointy cap. Oh, in the cap. Oh,
0: yes, yeah, 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 sure,
2: yeah they're called i think this is hilarious they're called sheriffs except not really uh, because they spe- <laughs> they spell it like sheriffs, like s h i r r i f f s so they are the sheriffs of the shire and it's a compounded word which i just loved so much
1: see i um, thought it was
2: a a dialect
1: thing like it's like a the uh or Vernacular thing, they're sheriffs.
0: Yeah, my audiobook pronounced it sheriff.
2: I don't know how else you would pronounce it besides sheriff because it's got the two Rs. But I think it's compounded sheriff and shire together. That's probably because otherwise it wouldn't be capitalized. Yeah, I did
0: just get a quick um, or I did just do a quick Google on the word quote unquote sheriff, and it doesn't come up any other places other than Tolkien stuff. So the question Typical is, again, just Tolkien.
1: like, I don't know, sometimes sometimes Tolkien is really clever with his names, but he also just gave the hobbits a bunch of, like, really random things they just call slightly different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm not really inclined to actually give him credit on this front that he was that clever. I don't think that is clever. Maybe, maybe they're called sheriffs because they have some, like, really sick riffs on their guitars. There you go. That's
2: the answer. Those staves actually <laughs> have a bridge and strings so they can play. We're on to them. Anyway, they arrive at this barrier on the road that says "No Road," um, <laughs> and they are informed by the leader of the sheriffs, who has two feathers. Yeah, he, he gets <laughs> two feathers because he's so special, but he doesn't get two staves. So um, that they have <laughs> all been arrested for dumb things for gate breaking. I want to be clear: they didn't break the gate. The gate was in fact opened. Um. I think gate breaking they mean more like entering through a gate that they weren't allowed to.
0: They they did climb the gate. I mean Two of them climbed the gate. That would be And then the gate was breaking.
2: open. Uh tearing up the rules, lol. <laughs> um <laughs> assaulting gatekeepers. That was the pony. That was the pony. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh trespassing, uh, fair. And sleeping in Shire buildings without leave, and bribing guards with food. <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> Tag yourself. Tag uh, yourself. But hang on, because Sam is going to add some other things that he thinks they could be charged with. Uh, calling your chief names, wishing to punch his pimply face, and thinking you sheriffs sure look a lot of tomfools. So Sam's here with the name calling.
1: And they don't really... Yeah, so my... what? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, who's gotten all their snarky bits? But no, Sam's gotten them twice now.
2: Yeah. And the it seems to be very off-putting to the sheriffs because they don't really do anything <laughs> uh they're like we have to arrest you and we're gonna take you all the way up the bywater um essentially i'm pretty sure to the chief at bag end if yeah because frodo's like great we're,
0: we wanted to go see him so yeah we're gonna we're gonna go there you're welcome to come with us and the leader <laughs> is like very well mr Beggins, but don't forget i've arrested you
2: yeah, there's a moment where they're like, we're going to take you to Bag Ends to see the chief. And everyone just bursts into laughter because they were going to Bag End to see the chief. Like, okay. And um, Frodo's like, I'm going that way. You can come if you want to. And the sheriffs are like, okay, but but don't forget we've arrested you. And Frodo's just like already walking away. He's like, fine, whatever. It's like, Actually, I'm a Bag End. I really yeah. like
0: Frodo's line here. Because when the dude says, don't forget I've arrested you... um. Frodo's line is I won't. Never. But I may forgive you. Now I'm not now I'm not going any further today. So well okay, none of that matters. But the but I may forgive you, Linus. I may forgive Really you. fucking good.
2: Yeah. Don't forget I've arrested you. I won't. Never. Frodo's gonna carry a grudge about this for a long time. Then Sam finds a sheriff that he knows, that he remembers. I can't remember. Anyway, he's like, what the heck are you doing here having this stupid job? And this hobbit who is not his friend but is somebody he knows, thank you small towns, um, is like, well, you know, I had this job a lot longer than this very weird authoritarian fascist time in our Shire lives because he joined the sheriff's so that he could tour the Shire uh, drinking all the best beer. That sounds like a great job.
0: I know. This is a
2: very different vibe than, you know what he's got going for him right now. Um
1: again, like, you know, all cops are
2: bastards, but I was gonna say we get because... very serious A Cab vibes <laughs> here.
1: <laughs> but also I would enjoy a job that lets me wander around the Shire drinking beer.
2: Drinking beer and collecting gossip. I forgot that part.
0: I feel like um, that's probably the chief haha uh-huh. ha. Uh, the chief duty of normal of of Shire
2: sheriffs uh, during normal times. <laughs> You know, collecting the gossip. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's probably how they maintain their welcome. Yeah. By being in the know. Anyway, Sam is like, well, if this job is no longer respectable, you should quit. And Robin is like, well, I'm not really allowed to. (laughs) (sighs)
0: And then Sam says... So many
2: things we could say about that.
0: If I hear not allowed much oftener, I'm (laughs) going to get angry. And I just feel like... You wouldn't like me when I'm angry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sam's going to hulk out. Yeah. Actually, Sam, Sam and Bill the Pony are going to yes. like have a their own version of, you know, magical girl transformation, power-up moment yes. and they'll be like back to back in the end and you know. But Robin is Sam's here punching to like... and Bill's kicking and
2: <laughs> Robin is here like we should create a hobbit union where the proletariat rise up against <laughs> the 1%. <laughs> Uh, because they couldn't beat us down if we all rise up. Anyway, uh, this is where you remember that Tolkien was an anarchist. And... But also, support your local unions. Seriously.
0: I do. They take uh, a chunk of my paycheck every... every... <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm happy okay. to be in a union. That was
2: just a joke. Uh, a bunch of people that you don't know were thrown in prison.
0: And then... But one of them is perhaps named Flower Dumpling. Which, again
2: great name hey we found another will will whitfoot whitfoot i don't know he's old bill probably wouldn't hurt him and also i think has been disappeared oh once upon a time they had the shire you know postal service and now instead the chief uses it to i don't know deliver messages about his enemies send spy reports, something like that. it's a spy network now, it sounds like. But all these things we've never,
0: ever heard of are suddenly important. Mm -hmm. Frog Morton. I know, it's wild, like... Yeah. The mayor? The mayor of what? The mayor of the entire Shire? Who knows? (laughs) Just Will Woodfoot, the mayor. Yeah.
1: We learn all of these things about, like, Shire infrastructure, and you're like, oh, didn't know about this. Yeah. How about your public
0: transit system? Yep. (gasps) Wait... Callback. how does your currency work <laughs> <laughs> what is the economy we never hear anything about whatever money they use in in the shire and other than getting good gossip and beer i'd like to know what these sheriffs get paid so would we all
2: um okay i mean I I i'm th- kind
1: of hoping they're a you know non-monetary society
2: because did we dream yep <laughs> so they're walking um around, or towards Bag End, whatever. They're walking on the road, and Merry and Pippin and Sam are having a jolly old time laughing and joking and pushing each other around, and all of the sheriffs are following, uh, trying to look stern and important and obviously failing, and
1: then- No, no, they're not following. They're being forced to march in front, but also none of them have just walked to Mordor and back. (laughs) And, well, none of them are on ponies.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So they're more like jogging, I guess. They're jogging also, ahead but, of like, the ponies.
1: Yeah. But also I'm pretty sure, right, even if they were actually walking, like Oh yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. right. Like
2: <laughs> Yeah. Um somebody is this person doesn't get named, do they? Anyway, they're like, oh, who's arrested who? Obviously because, you know, Sam and Mary and Pippin and Frodo look so much more important than the sheriffs. Um they've, and they've drawn a crowd and are basically like uh Like a
0: parade down the street. So people are looking on and laughing in turn at the sheriffs.
2: Yes, because obviously our hobbits look super glam with their armor and their swords and their cloaks. Um, But Mary is the one who scolds everybody. Uh, Which I was like, really, Mary? I don't know if you get to throw stones about anything. Mary doesn't scold anybody.
0: I wouldn't say. So one of the dudes says, you know, one of the audience members says, oh, ho, ho, who's arrested who? And then one of the sheriffs goes to, like, hurt that person. And Mary's like, no, 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 no. Get back in, leader. Get him back in there, or I will deal with him. I wouldn't call that scolding. I would call that keeping people safe like a sheriff ought to.
2: Oh, no. I just don't know that Mary and Pippin can be scolding people for going off. Really at all. Ever. About anything. But I guess that's character arc for you. They are now more mature. And I think kind of after that, they quickened the ponies' pace to
0: drive the sheriff's along as fast as they could go. And then the sun came out and they were they're now basically running in front of these huffing ponies, huffing and puffing. Huffing and puffing in I've no idea what time of year it is. It's late spring, maybe early summer. Eh, I've no idea. Eh. Maybe late summer. It doesn't matter. It's warm out. <laughs> so they get they get tired. And but there's a chilly wind. So spring. Uh, Well, they destroyed the ring in March and then they stuck around in Gondor for a while and then they had to travel back. Has it been like a full year since they destroyed the ring? That can't be right.
2: I mean, it could be right. We missed a lot of time, but I don't think so. I feel like Aragorn was crowned in the summer.
0: Right. So it's probably fall. And then... I don't know how long it would take to walk back. Well, to pony back.
2: You know what? It must be fall because they talked about the harvest. Right. So anyway... Uh, they're huffing and puffing hungry and footsore and uh, eventually the hobbits leave them behind the sheriff's behind November 3rd. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's knowledge I needed in my brain. You're welcome. <laughs> I like how we went from spring no
0: summer <laughs> no November third fall I don't know whatever it doesn't matter oh November third.
1: What is time? What is time? Yo.
2: um but as as I believe, was Caitlin mentioned earlier? Uh, the sheriffs have not just walked all the way to Mordor and back, so they uh, they have to take a break. And Mary is like, you know, come along in your own time. We're gonna we're gonna keep going. Uh, they also have the benefit of horses.
1: We'll wait for you at the Green Dragon.
2: Yep. Goodbye, if you haven't forgotten where that is. What an interesting nickname. I, I can't tell if he's it might making be his fun actual of him or not. Name. No, his name is Robin Smallborough.
0: Oh, so he just oh, because he has the feather in the hat. Oh yeah. I wonder if Tolkien would have made different choices if he knew how words were going to evolve. But, um,
2: <laughs> um the, you're breaking a rest. That's what you're doing. Um, and I can't be answerable. And Pippin says, We're going to break a great many things. I did not ask you to answer. I love that line. Yeah. So much.
0: That's good.
1: So, yeah. Um, they, they keep going, and we see a lot more of just sort of all of the things that have gotten really bad where they so- like. Yeah, pour down a bunch of of trees to make crappy houses, and houses have been burned out, and and things are you know spitting smoke
2: into the air. Everything you loved about the Shire is basically burned down now, or you know suppressed. So this was really this was a hard paragraph for me. This was really depressing,
0: and it all just seems so stupid. Like why burn down houses just to build other ugly houses? ones? Yeah, like it just seems so malicious. I mean, pretty much,
1: you know. I think obviously the the shire isn't full of you know the most war like of people, but you know you're gonna you're gonna subjugate some people. You got to demoralize them first.
2: I guess they are passing the green dragon, which is lifeless and broken. Right, broken windows, um, and basically ill-favored men, uh, capital M, human men, are lounging around being, I don't know, looming, terrible, inciting violence. They're lying in wait for them,
0: but not in the way that they were hiding.
2: Yeah, um, and we have a little bit of racism here, or xenophobia, because the men are described as squint-eyed and sallow-faced, which is certainly a choice, but, um... The Really, to me, the saddest part here was that Sam wants to go ahead. He wants to ride ahead. He wants to find um, his gaffer. And Mary makes the very excellent point that, you know, we should figure out what we're in for before we split up the party because we all know splitting the party is is always a dangerous option. You think they all sort of looked at each other and be like, remember the last time we split the party? <laughs> well, Mary was pretty much like, I've seen this... Uh, i've seen men like this at isengard so he's already very much on alert Mm -hmm. um and then again we get this group of ruffians who are like there's no road to go any further and like literally their horses are standing on the road so i don't i don't understand (laughs) uh they've described everything else in so much detail i feel like if there actually was no road we would have gotten a sentence about it So they're just being, you know, belligerent. Yes.
0: And basically there's a bit of threat making. And then Frodo says, you're all behind the times because there's a king now and there's no more Dark Tower. And
2: you're not, this isn't going to last for you. Yes. You little folk are getting too uppish. It's really, this whole conversation is really condescending. But
0: almost kind of on both sides. Yeah. Because Frodo is literally like, you guys are not making good plans here. This is dumb. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and we get our first mention of Sharky, which here's an interesting question. Do they know what sharks are? <laughs> the hobbits, I mean. Do hobbits know what sharks are or do they just think this is an interesting name? Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, while Caitlin is researching, you know, sharks in Middle Earth, I was going to talk about how this conversation between Frodo and the Ruffian, which reveals that Sharky, um, who... It's my understanding is human is uh riding roughshod over lotho at this point um really reveals how deeply out of touch the shire is which we already knew from all of the conversations in brie but this is frodo's like drop the mic moment where he gets to be like all of these things have happened um and uh the ruffian clearly does not believe him So where Uh, is the paragraph where he talks about it i read it
0: already Or I sort of summed it up. But uh, sorry, about sharky. It is an orcish word, Sharku, old man. Yes. So nothing to do with sharks.
1: Dang. No, but if you call a guy sharky. We know what sharks are. Yeah. Do they just go by that name or is it, you know, it derived from the orcish word, but is everyone just going with it because of shark connotations? Like all the men who aren't. Orcs. (laughs) Orcs. <laughs> no, I suspect, have seen an ocean because
0: if the men came from Isengard, presumably the um, not the orcs, the big orcs,
2: Burakai. the urukai
0: called them sharku, and, or however they pronounce it, and that just like ended up being sharky for them, and then they brought that name to the Shire.
2: Well, the fact we cannot confirm the existence of sharks in Middle Earth is incredibly disappointing. We're gonna have to talk to Olmo about it. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah so we have this back and forth and uh all these guys are like yeah i don't i don't believe you that there's a king like whatever we're up here anyway we've been doing our thing why are we gonna stop now uh and pippin gets his fabulous moment i love this so much because he's (laughs) like look the king literally didn't let me out of his service bitches yes Yes. it is i throws back
0: his cloak it's so glamorous it's his magical girl moment
1: Yeah, he's like, I learned from the best. Yeah. (laughs) The king himself taught me how to have magical girl moments, and I am going
2: to shine. The silver and sable of Gondor gleamed on him as he rode forward. Just so majestic. But also, you know, he's a hobbit. So in my imagination, he is exactly as tall as the human he's standing in front of.
0: (laughs) Well, I think he's still on the pony, isn't he?
2: Okay, so he's just barely taller than the human. Yeah,
0: that's how I pictured it, to give him some some height
1: but also yeah it's just it's noted you know they've been beating up you know gardeners and stuff so they were never really expecting to get four fighting hobbits uh that's the new name for my my college mascot the (laughs) The fighting hobbits Hobbits. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah they they end up running off after this um because pippin is so intimidating that they
2: need to go and get help This is such a weird chapter. They just intimidate everyone by showing up.
0: I mean, I guess if you lived in a small town in the middle of nowhere, and then some soldiers
2: rolled in, these are supposed and... to be hardened soldiers.
0: No, they fought at no, Isengard. They're not. No, they're they're just like highwaymen. Okay, but they have they seen they were some at combat. Isengard, but I don't think that they were. They're just rough dudes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the fighting people like got Died. eaten by the forest. <laughs> Or, I mean that was r- the thing that happened, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all got eaten by the forest. <laughs> I don't know if
0: I would say eat, but sure, yes. Uh, <laughs> they're feeding someone now. Yeah, I guess. I guess they're the slowly decomposing. Sure, the corpses yes. have returned
2: to the earth. It's a very long meal. So they have arrived, none too soon, except, you know, possibly they've arrived too late. At any rate, to save Lotho is what Frodo says, and Pippin's like, save Lotho? Why would we do that? Which mood
0: this is the bit that makes me really feel like frodo is the new gandalf because it just because frodo says that you know i don't think you quite understand things pippin lotho never meant for things to come to this pass he's been a wicked fool but he's caught now and i i don't know i just like how that really shows that frodo looked around and was like yep i know exactly what's happening sharky's here great okay i guess this is what we're doing now but he still didn't, like, share it with his friends. He just sort of made some vague comments about Lotho and said, you don't know what's happening instead of sharing the knowledge, which I think is a power move, really, on his on his part.
2: I mean, sort of, but also there is something to be said for making your own bed and dealing with the consequences.
0: Yeah, I I'm just defending Frodo because I love him. I mean, that's fair.
1: That said, I think, yeah, it's also, you know, right, just frodo yeah taking the realistic looking at it and and like lotho isn't the real mostly being like lotho isn't the big bad here but i'm also with all the rest of the hobbits who are like "Mm, i want to go
2: punch him yes uh but we're not going to kill anybody because no hobbit has ever killed another hobbit on purpose in the shire which i think means that they're a nobler species than the fucking elves (laughs) anyone (laughs) than any of them (laughs)
0: If we what all are the chances? When all the shit started thousands and thousands of years ago, <laughs> elves <laughs> just started murdering each other.
2: Yeah, at like the slightest provocation. Well, I mean, just one group of them, really, but... <laughs> 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 it spread. Anyway, I was just like, what? Ever? Ever, Ever in Middle-earth is a really long time. I was trying to think, like, if you were a hobbit and you lived the
0: idyllic shire life and you knew nothing else because they don't say like ever they just say within the shire it's never happened so possibly some brie hobbits have done some murder (laughs) (laughs) well maybe they murdered humans and not ever a hobbit oh that's actually a good point it just says a hobbit has never killed a hobbit
2: they might have murdered some stray humans yeah, but that's different. We're talking hobbit-on-hobbit Hobbit violence. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I... I like the idea of, like, they they find the, like, vaguely sociopathic uh, hobbits and they're like, you, you go kill some humans.
0: <laughs> you gotta get that out wait, without any hobbit-on-hobbit violence. Hobbit like, crime? you,
2: you need to move debris.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, is that why they sent these four on the mission? Were they the vaguely psychopathic? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Sam. Oh.
0: Um i don't even remember what my point was gonna be at the beginning of this
1: let's raise the shire yep, we, we're gonna be here shire. for another two hours if
0: we don't start raising let's blow that that horn of
2: i almost said gondor but it's the other one rohan uh-huh. to be clear we're talking raise the shire like r-a-i-s-e not raise the shire like yeah. r-a-z-e that already happened somewhere oh probably I I will say I was
0: confused about that for a minute when listening to the audiobook and I was like, "Let's raise the Shire," and I was like, "Wait, what?" what? And then, and then I got it from context. Yeah. <laughs> but I- it's like,
1: yeah, the uh, the hobbits are like, well, everything's already fucked up. Let's burn some shit down. Which is- My thinking
0: was like, are they just gonna like burn them out? Like, like, like they're trapped underground and they're burning them out to murder them? We're I are gonna know. smoke them very out. Strange. Yeah, smoke emote. That makes more sense.
2: Shire folk have been so comfortable for so long, they don't know what to do. And Lotho has taken advantage of that, but now they're going to rise up and, I don't know, hopefully start a union or something. But they're going to blow the horn. Continue, Caitlin.
0: So, yes, Frodo says no killing unless you absolutely have to, and not a hobbit, only the ruffians. <laughs> Keep your murder contained, people. <laughs> only murder humans. <laughs> We have standards. (laughs) Mary's all, that's nice, but I think you're being a little naive, my dear Frodo. Pippin sort of agrees. And then Sam's like, let's go to old Tom Cotton's down South Lane. He's always a stout fellow and has a lot of lads that were all friends of mine. And then Mary is like, no getting undercover. We have to raise everybody up. Wake all of our people. Blah, blah, blah. And then Sam, you make a dash for the farm. Get them all out here. He's kind of the chief person around here anyways. And now I'm blowing the horn. And then he blows the horn.
2: Here's the thing. The horn cry of Buckland. I'm sorry. You're telling me at any point in time, Buckland had like a warrior's cry that people were going to recognize?
0: My dude, it's an idyllic life. They were bored. Yes, they had (laughs) horn cries. What do you think
2: the young boys in
0: that village came up with?
2: I don't know. I thought they just spent most of their time high.
0: That would make blown a horn even more fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the the Buckland ones are kind of also like them and like the Tooks.
0: They were a little bit more
1: raw. Uh, yeah, a little more yeah, and, and yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, Mary sounds the horn cry and has a um, an Aragorn. No. I'm Theodine so sorry, moment. a Theoden moment, cause, and it's pretty good. And Sam runs off to his favorite farmer, mostly because of his daughter. Mm-hmm. Woo! As quickly becomes a parent. As, I like that your
2: note here is Frodo takes time to wingman Sam.
0: Uh, that's later, but
2: oh, damn, I scrolled ahead. But
0: it's it's pretty good though. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. He goes. He finds Farmer Cotton. He's like. tells him what's happening, that they're raising the shire, not with fire. And Farmer's Cotton, good. At last, it has begun. And I've been itching for trouble all this year. And almost like trying to be sly, Sam's like, so, uh, what's, where's, uh, Mrs. Cotton and, um, Rosie? And then Farmer Cotton is like, yeah, they're over there. They're fine. But you can go and help them if you want. Because neither of them want to say it, but they both know what's happening there. Anyways, (laughs) then Sam goes to talk to them. And Rosie and Sam kind of flirt. Yeah. I think you look fine, Sam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She didn't believe he was dead. It's true love right there.
2: Aww. Or something.
0: So then we go back to fight. (laughs) Yeah. Then, I don't know, I guess Sam's got his inspiration, even though all this time Frodo has been his inspiration.
2: But whatever, it's fine, yeah. heteronormativity, yeah, so at
1: this point, you know, all those sheriffs finally show up, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, the revolution is happening. <laughs> they did print enough pamphlets, <laughs> and uh, they joined the fight too, because unions <laughs>
0: <laughs> because unions, uh, so battle plan, do they actually plan it out here? Oh, yes, I guess they do, yeah.
1: Yeah, so long story short, they're like, okay, we got to figure out how many there are, and it, we find out that there's, you know, more elsewhere, so that's going to be a problem, and uh, they have some weapons and stuff, mostly little things, but some bows, et cetera.
0: Well, and then they find out that there is going to have to be some fighting, because they've already, the ruffians have already shot one or two of the uh, hobbits, and Mary is all there. You are, Frodo. I knew we should have to fight. Well, they started the killing, cause Mary is apparently bloodthirsty now. Um, and but then Cotton is like, mm, they didn't really start the killing. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the Tooks. And then Peregrine is, <laughs> Peregrine is like, good for the Tooks, cause he's a little <laughs> bloodthirsty too. <laughs> Um, and then we sort of learned that the Tooks just never let the chief be in charge of Tugland, Tukland? Yeah. Tuk area? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and the Thane over there, who is Pippin's dad, basically fought them off, killed a couple of them, and then all the Tooks went underground. Because <laughs> they've got ways. And nobody's <laughs> been able to get in or out of Tukland since then.
2: What a power move. <laughs>
0: yeah. And Pippin's like, well... I'm going. I've uh, someone's getting into Duklin tonight. Anyone coming with me? And then he rides off with about a dozen other dudes on ponies. And he says, "See you soon. I'll bring an army of Tuks in the morning." And Mary blows a horn call after them. And then after that whole big thing, Mary is getting a little horn happy. I mean, I would, <laughs> I would be too. Honestly, that's fair. Yeah, if I had a horn,
1: yeah.
0: It's probably the last. Time I was going to say, blow it.
1: You'd never hear the end. Yeah, you'd never hear the end of it
0: because. yeah and then even after all of that Frodo is still just like all the same I really wish for no killing not even of the ruffians unless it must be done to to protect some hobbits and everybody else is just kind of like fine and then I believe they make their plan and pull it out and basically lure i have to okay farmer cotton basically lures a big group of ruffians into the middle of a bunch of hobbits and then they surround them because the, the ruffians weren't really wait are we there yet did i skip some bit no nope, you're what there I'm, okay yeah, great
2: we're there but i was like flipping through my chapter being like where are we
0: <laughs> i've lost track of my pages this
2: um long so long. then the
0: hobbits surround them because um the ruffians the ruffians notice the hobbits surrounding them, but they're just like, eh, yeah, it's just the stupid little hobbits. Nobody cares. Uh, but then Mary steps forward and says, we have met before. <laughs> and I warned you not to come back here. I warn you again. You are standing in the light and you are covered by archers. If you lay a finger on this farmer or anyone else, they will shoot you at once. And then they were sort of hoping that the ruffians would just lay down the weapons and leave. But they didn't, because they were still just like, eh, they're just hobbits. But um, then they all had a big fight, and the hobbits won. It's
1: it's just the one, right? Their leader, their leader tries to stab at Mary, and then uh, there actually were hobbit archers that shot him dead. Oh, yes. and then all the rest are like, oh shit, all right, I surrender. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Sorry.
2: So now I think that's as the we, next one. Yes, we know how they survived Isengard, and it is by running away, because these guys suck. Right.
0: I thought you were talking about Merry and Pippin for a minute there, and I was like, yeah. I don't think they... But then I got there talking about the ruffians.
2: I was going to say, no, they just rode through Isengard. <laughs> Maybe through some rocks.
0: Um. So then that easy battle is won, and now they're like, well, we must call on the chief. Ugh. Except that it's six o'clock, and they also want their dinner because they're hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> That's not entirely fair. Yeah. Sam also really wants to see his gaffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he finds
1: out that his gaffer is, you know, like, he he's fine, but he's really sad because they, like, you know,
0: tore up
2: nature. And ruined his taters! Sorry, I liked that moment a lot.
0: So, they, I think they decide to hole up for the night because they're waiting for the tooks and also it's been a bit of a day. So, But Sam still goes off towards Hobbiton to hopefully free his, or, you know, get his gaffer out of there. And then Farmer Cotton sort of starts telling Frodo a bit more about what was happening with Lotho. And we learned that before everything sort of started happening, Lotho had bought up a whole bunch of land and seemed to want to own the entire Shire. Eh. Mm. And that he it was him who was sort of uh, sending out the best of the uh, pipeweed leaf. And that's how Saruman was getting it and that sort of thing. And that's how that alliance started to form.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
0: And this is where we learn that they call him Pimple, which is just really good. He's really good.
2: But also, like, how old is Lotho and he still has acne? I mean, let's not
0: judge that. Some people, you know, that's not his fault.
2: Also, you know how
0: nicknames happen. He could have literally just had a pimple one time. <laughs> so they don't really call them pimples in England. So I don't actually know where this nickname came from. might not have been that. That didn't even occur to me. Because they they just call them spots. From what I've heard, I'm not like an expert on English acne uh, slang. So yes, he owned a lot of the South Farthing. Blah, 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 blah. Things started to get short and winter coming on. Folk got angry, but he had his answer. A lot of men, ruffians mostly, came with great wagons. Some to carry off the goods south away and others to stay. And more came. Wow, that's a lot of Aww. words. And before we knew where we were, they were planted here and there all over the shire, and were felling trees and digging and building themselves sheds and houses just as they liked. At first, goods and damage was paid by for was paid for by Pimple, but soon they began lording it around and taking what they wanted. And then this is where we found out find out that the the mayor got disappeared. Basically, he went Aww. off to beg and to protest, and then he locked him up in a hole. Oh. Okay, and he's still there. Sorry, I had in my head that he just never got there and nobody knew what happened to him. <laughs> but that's fine. I
2: mean, could have been possible, but no, he's in a hole.
0: Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they started collecting up all the food for fair distribution, which meant they got it and we didn't, Boo. except for the leavings. And Ew. I
1: love I love this line
0: of everything except rules got shorter and shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Sharky came and it's been plain ruination. And then they're like, "Who is Sharky?" We don't know. Oh my God! So then they talk about Sandeman's mill and how Pimple knocked it down, but then they build a bigger one and filled it full of wheels and outlandish, and outlandish contraptions. And only Sandeman was pleased. And now he works there, cleaning wheels for the men where his dad was the miller and his own master. Pimple's idea was to grind more and faster, or so, or so he said. So there's all these huge mills everywhere now, but they don't have any grist, which is not a word I've ever heard, but you know whatever, they don't they don't have enough to grind. So there's no point in having all these mills.
2: Something something industrialization.
0: Yes. But there're always a hammering and a letting out of smoke and a stench, and there isn't no peace at night in Hobbiton. Even at night in Hobbiton, whatever. And they pour out filth into the water and they're basically just polluting all the waters and mm, turning the shire into a desert and they all blame Sharky
2: who we'll get to eventually
0: yeah they don't blame they don't think Pimple's behind it all because even his mom Lobelia was disappeared
2: which is great
1: because she like tried to attack them with an umbrella yeah
0: (laughs) redemption for Lobelia one good moment but then she was disappeared and actually, she was, because they're like, they dragged her off. Oh, no, to the lockholds. Sorry, I just keep thinking they're dragged off to nowhere. Nobody knows just where they are. Just assume everyone is in a
2: hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got extra ones in Hobbiton now, I guess, since, you know, they all live in ugly houses.
1: It was actually their, it was their storage place.
2: Now a prison.
0: But then Sam comes back with his gaffer. So there's been a happy family
2: reunion. Oh, this is where we ruin our taters. Damn, I spoke too soon.
0: This is also where Frodo is the best wingman. So (laughs) Gaffer, uh, you know, tells everyone what's happened up on Bagshot Row. Frodo says, don't worry, I'll do my best to make amends. And Gaffer's like, man, Frodo Baggins, you're just a real great hobbit. And I hope Sam was really good to you on your journey. And Frodo says... Perfect satisfaction, Mr. Gamgee. Indeed, if you will believe it, he's now one of the most famous people in all the lands, and they're making songs about his deeds from here to the sea and beyond the Great River. Sam blushed, but he looked gratefully at Frodo, for Rosie's eyes were shining and she was smiling at him. Best wing man. Good job, Frodo. (laughs) In the middle of all this craziness, Frodo's like, Man, I gotta get these two crazy kids together. Um, and then, okay, so in the morning, they have breakfast because hobbits, but then I believe the Tooks show up.
1: Yes. They basically are like, okay, some
0: Tooks are going to show up
1: and some ruffians are going to show up and I hope the Tooks show up first. Oh yes, yes, yes. And they do.
2: And then (laughs) they do. Yeah. And then what they say happens, happens, which is the problem with explaining your plans ahead of time. We're almost getting to the part where I cried.
0: I didn't feel very emotional during this chapter. It just felt like something to get through to me.
2: Oh no, this one dragged at me, but do we want to talk about this? Well, let's quote, finish unquote, up first.
0: Yeah, we're almost done.
2: Are we? I think we've got like six pages. No, I'm sorry, five pages. You're right. Two my one. pages
0: were two of my pages were stuck together, sorry.
2: It's <laughs> so sad. Um Mary gets to blow his horn again. Yay. No. Uh because they've walked into a trap. Your fellows from Hobbiton did that too, and uh, one is dead, the rest are prisoners, lay down your weapons. And then go back 20 paces and sit down. Okay, Mary, you're just cleaning this up really nicely. Um, And then they describe a battle where 70 ruffians lay dead, um, a dozen become prisoners, and 19 hobbits get killed, Mm. and some 30 are wounded. I was like, uh, what? That is a lot. Yeah, the fallen hobbits are all laid together in a grave on the hillside, and later a great stone was set in a garden about it. So ended the Battle of Bywater, 1419, the last battle fought in the Shire, and the only battle since the Greenfields in 1147.
0: I mean, wow. it's sad that all these hobbits died, but we don't get a name. We don't get any heroic moments. Nope. We don't get anything. We get a sentence. Uh, yeah. We find out Mary slew the
1: uh,
2: ruffians' leader, but yeah. Yep. Frodo was in battle, but he never drew his sword. Shored? Sword? I'm glad you made fun of yourself there, Woo! so I didn't have to. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's one of those days. It's definitely one of those days. Um, have we been recording for an hour? Because that's when it tends to happen.
0: We have, yep. It's over and an then, hour now. Yeah.
2: Okay. Blah blah. I'm skipping like four paragraphs here. This is the part okay. I cried over. They cut down the party tree. Oh, yeah. When
0: they're... <sighs> after the battle, they all are like, well, let's march on to Big End and... You know, see the chief and the, and Sharky, and get it all over and
2: done with. And then when they get
0: there, yes, they, yeah, they cross the bridge. Super they
2: arrive at the hill and gasp. The chestnuts are all gone. The banks and the hedgerows are broken, and they cut down the party tree, which was just the last time everyone was happy. No, I'm kidding. That was where Bill or Bilbo made his speech. I mean, it was just. I have an emotional attachment to trees. And apparently, even fake ones. <laughs> yeah. And also, it was just, it was a really old tree, right? Yeah. It had stood in the Shire for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the part I cried over, which I don't know what that says about me that I cried over the tree, but not over, you know, the hobbits.
0: <sighs> and then, like, Sandman sees them all upset and kind of mocks Sam a bit about it. But then Sam is just like, pretty much, just like that. Mary calls Sandyman dirty and insolent, which I enjoy.
1: Then uh Sandyman runs off, you know, blowing his horn and Mary's like, "Haha, mine's better." <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does actually say, that. <laughs> "I have a better horn than you." <laughs> which is very Mary. Yep. And then they get there and they push in and they're just like, "What's going on? Who wants tea?" Done. And then dun, they all have dun. a nice tea party and solve their differences um like gentle folk. Or, <laughs> where is miserable Lotho hiding? Oh, this is actually one line that I do really like, because um, they're in Bag End now, and Sam says, this is worse than Mordor. Oh, blah. Wow. This is worse than Mordor, much worse in a way. It comes home to you, as they say, because it is home, and you remember it before it was all ruined. And then Frodo says, yes, this is Mordor. Just one of its works. Saruman was doing its work all the time, even when he thought he was working for himself. And the same with those that Saruman tricked, like Lotho. And that's an interesting line, you know, for Frodo, whatever, for everyone figuring out what's going on. But the way it's written, Frodo kind of pauses after saying, yes, this is Mordor. And when I first read that, I was like, it sounds like he's just saying that this right here is the, is Mordor. Like, physically, like he's feeling the same way. Is, mm. And I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, in his home. Yeah, that he was, that after all that, all that he had to go through, it was there in, in his home that, that Bilbo gave him, you know? And that bit kind of got to me, I'm not going to lie. Mordor should stay out of Frodo's home. But it, it doesn't, which is perhaps one of the <sighs> reasons why we have the next chapter.
2: Probably. Yep. And then, who wants to do the reveal? That's not a reveal. We know what's happening.
0: Oh, uh, Sharky is Saruman?
2: Yes. Oh,
0: there's a note about the sharku thing right here in the book. Yeah. So I blew when right past you listen that. To, when you listen to an audiobook, <laughs> you don't get those. So I don't know why Rachel didn't just save me earlier, but I guess that that- I didn't know what you were going for. That
1: is just- You were just like, hang on, let me Google about sharks in Middle Earth.
2: That's what I thought um, you were Googling, too but no nothing nothing came up really need to know
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah sharky is saruman Comes Um, from the orcish Sharku, probably because tolkien doesn't know for sure
2: (laughs) (laughs) um mary is dismayed and distraught and he's like i should have stuffed my pouch down your throat and saruman this was like "Mm, super villain shit um he was like no doubt no doubt but you did not and so i am able to welcome you home I was like, damn, that's creepy as hell. His eyes gleamed with malice and amusement.
1: And, and Frodo's just like, Gandalf warned me you were still capable of doing a little mischief in a mean way. Like,
0: Gandalf! A little mischief. Again! A little aircraft. 19 hobbits are dead, Gandalf.
2: Jesus. Like, what the fuck? Not to mention Seriously, rampant like... fascism.
0: But. Okay, no, the fascism. I- like Gandalf couldn't have prevented that; he was off doing other things. But if Gandalf had come into the Shire with them, I suspect he could have helped save the lives of nineteen fucking hobbits. Instead, what he's off having tea with Bombadil? Pretty much. I mean, Maybe yeah. ba- okay. Here's what it is. Maybe Why didn't Bombadil... Bombadil come and save them. <sighs> well. Tom. Okay, but yeah, here's my thing. Let's say that Tom Bombadil lured Gandalf away. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go and talk to him, like, without Gandalf knowing it. A little mind control there. It's like, man, I want those hobbits dead. I want
2: their land. I mean, it really seemed like Gandalf knew exactly what he was abandoning them to.
0: No, yeah. When he rode yeah, off no, in the sunset. On one hand, I get that, I get in stories how, you know, the, the figure who's always been there for you kind of has to let you do your own thing. But also, 19 fucking hobbits are dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's one thing. And, and letting them, like, you
1: know, prove their heroism so that they're welcomed back into the Shire after being on a crazy adventure and not ostracized like Bilbo. Yeah. But yeah, like at least he should have, you know, snuck behind them to maybe make sure 19 fucking hobbits didn't die.
2: It's been two days. Like, Gandalf, you couldn't have spared two days. And then we get more of Frodo's mercy, which was really frustrating for me. I didn't.
0: Mm, it felt true to character to me. So,
2: I mean, it is, but also... But also, Frodo, things have consequences. (laughs) Frodo, you can't literally just keep letting people get away with things. That's how Saruman ended up here, was he was allowed to just go.
0: But here's my question, though. If Frodo had killed Saruman...
2: I don't need him to kill him. Let's just lock him in the hole for a while.
0: Okay, but everybody else there wanted to kill him. So let's say Frodo had killed him or had allowed him to kill him. Do you think maybe, like, people in the West wouldn't have been too happy about that? Because Saruman is a demigod. You know, he's a, he's a Maya. Or he was. I, I don't I don't know how that all comes out. And I don't know. I would not personally, if I were Frodo, and I knew who and what Saruman was. Cause, and he does, because he says here that you know, he has his little speech about why they should spare him. I would not be, I would not want to take on that responsibility myself of killing one of these creep, one of these beings. Beings. Yeah.
1: I fair, but I'm still down for locking in a hole. Yeah. You sure. I, you know, yeah like yeah. he was
0: supposed to be uh, until freaking tree beard. Yeah, that's true. You could also make an argument that maybe Saruman's voice is working a little bit on Frodo. We don't know.
2: That would be unfortunate. So Saruman gets away with it again. He's allowed to just leave. Oh, <sighs> I do like that he's gotten lazy and has
0: left the second syllable off of Wormtail's name, <laughs> which is Worm, or Wormtongue, sorry. Jeez. He comes crawling. <laughs> the other Wormdog. Like
1: yeah. yeah, the part where Wormtongue is just crawling,
0: you're like, oof.
2: It's just yeah, kind of weird.
0: And so, yes, then, uh, so he he cries for Worm, and then they're going to leave, but as he passes Frodo, he tries to stab him, but of course Frodo still has <laughs> on his, um his mithril vest so sucks to suck jokes on you i love the idea that all the other hobbits there saw this and are just like what (gasps) the fuck has happened to frodo
2: (laughs) you know like because they wouldn't know about the mithril frodo didn't even flinch frodo is a god now which let's be honest he (laughs) literally showed back up at bag end issuing orders like some sort of king yep and was obeyed so you know Frodo is their god now I mean
0: he's basically welcomed into the land of the gods shortly after this so honestly they're not wrong I I don't (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say they're right but they're not wrong anyway so after that Sam leaps forward and flings Saruman onto the ground and draws his sword
2: shorter than him Yeah, but
0: he's, but Saruman's become all like miserable and stuff. And even
2: then, Frodo's like to fling him.
0: Yeah. To fling him. A dozen other
2: hobbits helped. That's true. 13 hobbits against
0: one Saruman.
2: I just don't understand how you get a dozen people around a body.
0: Also, Sam is full of righteous fury. Yes. Yeah. Which I think scientifically translates into adrenaline.
2: I'm just thinking of like how do you fling Sauron to the ground when you're the size of a hobbit and I'm just, you know, trying to measure and I think you grab him by the waist and that is throwing me a little bit. The logistics of this, I'm having trouble picturing. So,
1: so first you have like two hobbits behind each leg that's, and, that's, and, then... and then they trip him. <laughs> and then you you have like three come at the front and and throw at him just like leap off the ground and then you tabletop him and then everyone else holds him down
2: see when they say they flung the villain to the ground i'm having trouble picturing sam tackling him which is what honestly would make so much more sense okay so
0: that is what i always assumed happened because sometimes the word that the author chooses you just have to ignore that (laughs) and picture what makes sense
2: Okay, okay. okay a dozen
1: hobbits led by sam flung him to the ground
2: Again, a dozen is a lot of people. Now I'm picturing some sort of football tackle. Pretty much. And anyways,
0: Sam draws his sword. And then uh, Frodo's like, no, 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 don't kill him, even now. And this is what I was saying before. For he has not hurt me, and in any case, I do not wish him to be slain in this evil mood. He was great once, of a noble kind, that we should not dare to raise our hands against. He has fallen, and his cure is beyond us but I would still spare him in the hope that he may find it. And then Saruman has a weird sort of respect for that, but also like hates him for it, which I kind of love. I love when the bad guy kind of wanted you to kill him and you're still like, no, please go and make amends.
2: I am always in favor of not giving the bad guy what they want. However, I would still like him to take up residence in a hole.
0: Well, don't worry (laughs) because Wormtongue is there for you. (laughs) I mean, he's not going to be breathing when he's in that hole, but he's going
2: to be in one. <laughs> he's going to be buried in it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Frodo tries to convince Wormtongue that he doesn't have to go with Saruman, but Saruman has been presumably emotionally abusing this dude. So things don't work out well, and then Wormtongue stabs him to death. Or slits his throat. Everybody so loves I thought throat slitting. Oh, yes. sorry, just before you go. Um, so he slits his throat, and then there is this very interesting bit where to the dismay of those that stood by about the body of Saruman, a grey mist gathered, and rising slowly to a great height like smoke from a fire as a pale shrouded figure, it loomed over the hill. For a moment it wavered, looking to the west, but out of the west came a cold wind, and it bent away and with a sigh, dissolved into nothing. And I think the gods or the Vala the just like killed his spirit. Yeah, they just have noped him away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nope. here's the true. He was disappeared. Yes.
1: Um, I'm sorry, but we skipped over the part before yeah, that where
0: you um, cannibalism. It. He ate the hobbit. Um, what, Wormtongue dude?
2: <laughs> Wormtongue. May or may not have... Yeah. We're unsure, but it's very likely that Wormtongue was starving and ate Lotho. Right.
1: Worm-, worm killed your chief, poor little fellow, your nice little boss, didn't you, Worm? Stabbed him in his sleep, I believe. Buried him, I hope. The worm has been very hungry lately.
0: Now, now we get into like the definition of cannibalism.
2: Oh no, I, I didn't say cannibalism, but definitely eating a sentient creature is mm, a choice.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, if you're eating another species of being, in uh, Middle earth, is a cannibalism.
2: I don't know. You guys decide and get back to us on Twitter. But the line here which they co-opted in the movie because they killed Sauron a lot earlier, where it's, you know, you need not follow him. Mm -hmm. Uh, It really hits different coming from Frodo than it does from Theoden. I mean, both do something to acknowledge the trauma, but Frodo is like, you need not follow him. I know of no evil you have done to me, as if that's the part that matters. Um, And Theoden's is more like, you know, acknowledging the pressure that you were under. And the choices that he made. I don't know. They are right. different. They do. I can see why they changed
0: the line. Well, and also Theoden did know of the evil that Wormtongue had done to him.
2: No, but I, yeah, I shouldn't say change the line. I know why they gave the line to Theoden of all people, yes. and not you know Gandalf.
0: No, it's true. It, I I also think it worked better from Theoden,
2: but from Frodo, it's uh, condescending isn't the right word, but, but Theoden's almost had a, a chance to
0: work. But I don't think yeah. photos ever would have. Yeah. But yes, so then what I said about Saruman, sorry that I skipped the almost cannibalism. <laughs> uh, we'll never I make that again. I can't mistake believe it didn't again. strike
2: you better, like yeah. better, harder, the way it clearly I impacted did- Rachel and I. <laughs> I don't know what it
0: was about this chapter, but it was literally, it just went into my head and then it went out.
1: Oh, I totally missed that the first time around, but I'm like staring at this scene as it happens and we're talking about it yeah. and you move on and I'm like, wait a second, wait. I'm currently processing this line about <laughs> not technically cannibalism, but eating of sentient
0: beings. But it this is like a really important, intense chapter, but somehow I just don't care. I don't know what it is. I guess because the ring is destroyed already and it feels kind of like the story is done and there was really interesting things and good character moments in this chapter, but they still just, they didn't it took stick a long with me.
2: time. Well, yeah. it was 20 pages. So that could have been why, uh, but we get a really great end section here and line. Um, and Sam starts it off by saying, and that's the end of that, <laughs> which I was like, wow. Okay. The little on like, the nose, but like, uh... there's
0: this like shriveled up rags of skin upon a hideous skull in Bag End, and Sam's, like, dusting off his hands, like, and Hands on good. hips,
2: yep. And yep. that's that, so, uh, I guess we can move on now. This is the very <laughs> last end of the war.
0: The very last stroke, but to think it should fall here at the very door of Bag End. Among all my hopes and fears, at least, I never expected that. I shan't call it the end till we've cleared up the mess, said Sam gloomily. And that'll take a lot of time
2: and work. Sam, you are so I assume it's him right. who had to
0: drag the skeleton.
2: Yeah, listen, oh. knowing Sam, probably. Yeah, because Frodo's yep. not gonna. No, and for all that Merry and Pippin have matured, cleaning just really isn't in their nature.
0: Yeah, I just sort of reread that a bit, and they are actually outside of Bag End, so the dead body isn't in Bag End, which is nice. Are they? They're like in now, the here's... doorway, wasn't he? Yeah.
2: Well, they're Oh, no, in you're the right, little... he walked past them.
0: Yeah, they're in like the front yard area, I think.
1: Um, Gross. This this, uh, this makes me think of um, in Dragon Age 2, Anders' <laughs> mansion that just has the skeleton, <laughs> the dead body by the door the entire time. Like, you know, ten years later, that's still there.
2: <laughs> Nobody's gonna come and come and pick this up, really. Nobody figures name. out that he just
0: moved into a dead guy's house. Yeah.
2: Nope. Yeah. It's Kirkwall. Who cares? Um, that's fair.
0: That's the other so chapter. The, yeah, that's the scouring of the shire, the scoring of the shire, the scud of the shire,
2: scudle doo
1: of the shire.
0: So, so
1: I I thought um that uh I I wanted to go back just for curiosity and go back and reread what Sam saw in the mirror of Galadriel. Smart. Ooh. Um, I know, right? What every so often? Every so often. Um, Bring us home. So yeah, so Sam looking in the mirror, you know, he saw a couple different things, uh, and then he saw a bunch of trees falling down, and I said, (sighs) hi, cried Sam in an outraged voice. There's that Ted Sandy man cutting down trees as he shouldn't. They did not to be felled. It's that avenue beyond the mill that shades the road to Bywater. I wish I could get at Ted and I'd fell him. But now Sam noticed that the old mill had vanished, and a large red brick building was being put up where it had stood. Mm. Lots of folk were busily at work. There was a tall red chimney nearby. Black smoke seemed to cloud the surface of the mirror. Oh, and then, what, they've dug up Bagshot Row, and there's the poor old gaffer going down the hill with his bits of things on a barrow.
2: Hmm.
1: He saw it. So mostly I was just curious to be like, which bits of this were the ones that were
2: struck? Hall. hinted
1: at earlier?
0: Yeah. And we got the, the building of the other, of the evil mills.
1: Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's all about Ted Sandyman and nothing about Lotho.
0: Well, Lotho, was it sounds like, was mostly holed up in Big End and what Sam was seeing was mostly outside. mm -hmm. So that might have been why. Yeah,
2: This chapter had really interesting pacing because, as I mentioned earlier, they talk about what they're going to do and then they do it and it goes according to plan, which is always super boring. But the chapter starts off in like this scaling the gate, yelling at people, getting their way, and then... I don't know. It just it's full of all of these little pitfalls where everything they expected fails to materialize. I, I guess my
0: question is, do you like the scouring, the whatever, of the Shire? Or do you prefer how they did it in the movie?
2: <laughs> I mean, from an emotional standpoint, I desperately prefer how they did it in the movie. They cut down the party tree, Caitlin. I mean, that
0: gives the opportunity for new trees to be planted. That that sounded hokey, but I mean, it's literally what happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Please imagine my face. Anyway. Um... Yeah. I, I think it's interesting
1: because as we talked about, you know, we've, we've kind of like gone a little bit sideways in the pacing of the book. Mm-hmm. F- following a conventional plot point or plot arc, you would be like, yeah, okay, why is this here? Cut it. Uh, but also I think for what we know is coming with Frodo and for what we've kind of learned in
2: the rest of the book it it needed to happen as well so and the number one theme for most war stories is the idea that you could never go home again and you know tolkien having fought in the trenches and acquired we would assume some level of ptsd from that came home to a kingdom that was entirely changed and i think we have like that emotional resonance here so from a narrative standpoint, I don't find it fulfilling, but also I'm not sure I was supposed to. Right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a whole set of books that have broken all the rules that
0: we know in terms <laughs> of pacing. Yeah. This is very true. Yes. Ugh. Okay. What's our homework? Interesting that they're so popular then. Our homework is the very last chapter of the book.
2: Hmm. <gasps>
0: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. as though you are surprised <laughs> um, but don't worry I mean, as you can tell it still feels like there's half a book and there's other things to read we'll have to figure out what parts of the appendices we actually want to cover
1: yeah That's I just fair. I somehow hadn't realized that it really was the exact yeah. last chapter
0: Yeah. so next
1: week we have it must be because of all of those fake endings in the movie <laughs>
0: Book six, chapter nine, The Grey Havens.
1: It's going to be super cheerful, I'm sure.
0: Oh, I'm going to have a fun time with it. And then if uh, if any listeners out there have like specific parts of the appendices that you want to make sure we don't skip over, because we're not going to do them all. Like, I don't want to read Names of Kings. <laughs> we'll just sit what? here you reading don't? names the entire time. Yeah. So that sort of thing. Do let us know what you don't want us to skip. Maybe let us know what you do want us to <laughs> skip. Yeah, sure. Just just give us your opinions. You know, tweet at us. What are we on Twitter? At to read Yep. Our email is want to read talking at gmail.com. Let us know what you're interested in, what you're not interested in, appendices wise. And then after the appendices we'll have our movie episode our drunk <gasps> episode. And then we just have to really hope that uh, Amazon, because <laughs> Get... I think we're just gonna have together? to. Yeah, I think the um the most logical thing to do with our podcast is to just transition into a watch along.
2: That would be so much fun. Yeah, I mean,
1: I guess in general, tell us what what you want more of from us. Can Preferably you... Tolkien related,
2: but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. If there's anything, it doesn't necessarily have to be Tolkien related between now and the show. Uh, coming out what you want us to cover we'd like to know that too i'm kind of interested and maybe not the whole thing but like going back to the silmarillion now with all of our now having you know got and everything else going back and seeing bits that we like i don't know if i really want mm-hmm. to read the silmarillion again so soon though even though that was years ago
1: no i was just skimming the appendices years. and i was like looking at stuff and i was like oh yeah let's go back and, and revisit some of this yeah so that'll be
2: some of that feeling be interesting. i'll like it better <laughs> at this point now with i
0: do actually think the silmarillion like even if you reread it right afterwards it would just because you have like a base knowledge you'd go in being like wait i understand the five thousand different groups of elves now
2: i just have a vivid memory of being very hard on the silmarillion for like the first three chapters i was super mad at well Luvitar. the first three
0: chapters are kind of blah Ugh, what a deck. Eventually,
2: though, elves
0: start killing other elves, and then it's like, oh yeah, let's have some battles. Let's have some dragons. <laughs> let's do the murder. Yeah.
2: But not the People hobbits. are
0: sleeping with their sisters.
2: Ugh. It's
0: great. Drama. Alright, take us home. Alright, so I already said our Twitter and our email, but if you would like to support our podcast in a monetary manner, you can do so at patreon.com slash so you want to read Tolkien. If you'd like to support our podcast in a non-monetary manner, we appreciate ratings and reviews on your podcast listening platform of choice. I've been Caitlin. I've been Rachel. I've been Emmy. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.